Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You had Governor Cuomo, aided by his brother Chris Cuomo, telling a fantasy. A fantasy that New York was doing it right, that New York was saving lives, that New York was protecting people like no other state in America from COVID-19. That New York was making the tough and hard decisions to shut things down before anybody else was even thinking about it. And then there were people that started to praise Governor Cuomo as this amazing leader, and they were giving him these, um, you know, big media hugs on TV about what an amazing, incredible job that he was doing. And then in the middle of a pandemic, when people were dying left and right, Governor Cuomo decided to ink a book deal where he would make himself a whole lot of money and write a book about his leadership. Right. Write a book about how amazing he is at fighting COVID like he was a superhero. So in the middle of all this, while people are actually dying in New York and the numbers are going up. He's writing a book. Now, I doubt he wrote a lot of the book. I want to be clear about that. OK, I just I don't I don't see it. I highly, 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 highly doubt that he wrote a book. Uh, he had a ghostwriter. But he spent a lot of time working on the book. He spent a lot of time sitting down talking about the book. Right? He spent a lot of time just going over this book and chatting about this book and explaining what he wanted to say in this book. And then he got awards for his handling and did this tour, which was like a victory lap while people were still dying from COVID.
and the media praised him. Then the whistleblowers, and this is five, six months ago now, started coming forward saying, hold on a second, guys, this is not okay. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you acting like everything is okay when clearly everything is not okay? Why are you acting like this guy did an amazing job when he didn't? But but nevertheless, they, they were trying to turn him into, Governor Cuomo, into what Rudy Giuliani became after 9-11. They were trying to turn him into America's governor. The same way that organically, by the way, not through propaganda, Rudy Giuliani became America's mayor. Forget whatever you think about Giuliani now. Giuliani was America's mayor. I remember seeing him speak at a major conference after 9-11, and he was a rock star. And he was a rock star not because of propaganda. Okay, he was a, he was a rock star not because there was a book that he wrote while they were still trying to get people out of the rubble down at, you know, down at, at ground zero. He was a rock star because he had a real response that was authentic and organic. And he did an amazing job. And when you do that, you deserve to get praise. When political leaders do something right, they deserve to get accolades. But what we saw uh, with Governor Cuomo was not accolades. It was 100% propaganda. Because you already had people out there that were dissenting, explaining, hey, you're making terrible decisions. You're not paying attention. You're destroying people's lives, Governor Cuomo. Your lockdowns are hurting people. We saw suicide rates go through the roof. We've seen homicide rates go through the roof. We've seen violence go through the roof, child abuse go through the roof in New York. All of this was happening, but there was a bigger issue than any of the things I just mentioned. Okay, there was an even bigger issue. And the bigger issue was an issue that everybody in the media should have been paying attention to, and that was the unbelievable rate of death that was happening in nursing homes. And there were some that tried to sound the alarm. I'll give you an example. Uh, A a full disclosure, a a, a lady who I have a lot of respect for, who I would consider to be a friend, Janice Dean at Fox News Channel. Both of her in-laws died in nursing homes. And they died because of an order, of a mandate from the governor that if you were COVID-19 positive and we need to get you out of the hospital then what we would end up doing is taking you back to a nursing home and then you were infecting everybody in the nursing home and then people were dying in the nursing home. And even after they knew that this was a bad decision, okay, even after they knew that it was a terrible decision to do this, they still kept doing it. Even after they knew that people were dying because of this decision, the governor continued to move forward and do it. Now, you have to ask yourself the question, why? Why would you keep doing this? Probably because you're not paying attention. Probably because you're too busy writing a book. Probably because you're too busy uh, patting yourself on the, on the back and giving yourself a, a, a love fest to yourself. And the media is having you on TV talking about you're America's governor. You're doing it right. Look how amazing New York is when actually New York was failing, failing miserably. And then people start giving you awards and you're flying around the country to get these awards. All, of course, liberals giving accolades to liberals because that's what they do. All while people are actually dying. Then you had the media start turning on conservative governors that were doing the opposite of what Governor 
Cuomo was mandating in New York. Insert a guy that most of you didn't know the name of. A guy by the name of DeSantis, Governor DeSantis in Florida. The media started to turn on him, trying to write stories about him, saying that his decisions were costing people their lives, that his decisions were disastrous, that his decisions people were dying because of, and Governor DeSantis decided, guess what, I'm going to fight back. I'm going to fight back with the stats. I'm going to fight back with the reality of what's happening on the ground. I'm going to fight back and tell you what's really going on, and I'm going to tell you why we're doing what we're doing. We're being responsible, but we're keeping people open. We're being responsible, but we're not ruining people's lives. And the media continued to pound. The media was doing everything they could to find horror stories in Florida so they could blackmail or or shame, publicly shame DeSantis and the other Republicans talking about how stupid and evil they were and how dumb they were, how they were costing people's lives, except the stories didn't materialize. While this was happening, there were more whistleblowers coming forward, more health care workers coming forward, more people trying to tell the stories that the governor of New York was actually, his policies were actually responsible for people dying. I'm not overstating that. That's a fact. Well, then, then there were people that came forward and said, hey, Governor DeSantis uh, is, is the real, you know, look over here. This Florida guy is terrible. Not, not Cuomo, right? They started this misinformation war from the media. Of course, it's always based out of, you guessed it, New York. And as then liberals in New York started to say, hey, these policies are really hurting the city and the state of New York, and you guys are responsible for people dying, what did they do? They doubled down. How dare you question us? How dare you attack us? And then people said, well, hold on. These numbers don't seem right. And then they said, you're a conspiracy theory. I'm talking about death count numbers. People were saying there's no way that these numbers are accurate. Now, you had healthcare workers that were saying there is no way that these numbers were accurate. The media still refused to report on the story. A story that, hey, maybe more people are dying in assisted living facilities because of the policies of Governor Cuomo than are actually being reported. Well, insert a whistleblower. Now, a Governor Cuomo aide has told New York Democrats and the administration that their administration, Cuomo's administration, actually purposely hid the nursing home data to keep it from Donald Trump and the Department of Justice. This newly released data shows the nursing home deaths were much higher than previously being reported while everybody was talking about how amazing Governor Cuomo was doing while he was writing a book, while he was getting awards, while he was touring the country as this propaganda of America's governor. A top aide to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo told leading state Democratic lawmakers that the administration had, in fact, on purpose withheld data on COVID-19 deaths at nursing homes to avoid federal scrutiny according to a new bombshell news report. The revelation has prompted condemnation and even talk of impeachment in Albany, New York, the state's capital. Representative Lee Zeldin wants the Department of Justice to open an obstruction of justice investigation. Quote, the families of thousands of dead New York seniors deserve accountability and justice for the true consequences of Governor Cuomo's fatally flawed nursing home policy. 
and the continued attempts to cover it up. It's clear what's happening here is criminal, he went on to say. The New York Post first reported that Melissa DeRosa, secretary to the governor, told leading Empire State Democrats that the administration feared the data could, quote, be used against us by the Justice Department during a video conference call. She said this on a video conference call. The DOJ began investigating nursing home coronavirus deaths in four states back in August. And New York was one of them. Quote, we were in a position where we weren't sure if what we were doing, what we were, excuse me, going to give to the Department of Justice or what we give to you guys. What we start saying was going to be used against us while we weren't sure if there was going to be an investigation. DeRosa told the lawmakers, according to the Post report. A senior Cuomo advisor placed some of the blame on the Trump administration in the call, saying, quote, We explained that the Trump administration was in the midst of a politically motivated effort to blame Democrats and Democratic states for COVID deaths. This is how they're spinning it last night. And that we were cooperating with federal document production. And that was the priority. And now that it's over, we can address the state legislature. That said, we were working simultaneously to complete the audit of information that they were asking for. Now, let me explain to you how egregious the offense is here by America's governor is how, again, CNN and ABC, NBC, MSNBC, you know, where they, I mean, this was the guy, right? Cuomo was their guy. He was the guy that writes a book in the middle of a pandemic talking about how amazing his response is. What we now have been told is that the New York state, the governor's office on purpose, undercut nursing home coronavirus deaths by as much as 50%. By as much as 50% to save face. They didn't give a crap if you died. This goes back to the whistleblowers. The state, by the way, and the Democrats did everything they could to silence the whistleblowers. I'll go back to Janice Dean. Many of you know her from Fox News Channel as the meteorologist there. They, They blocked her from actually testifying before the state assembly in Albany. Because they said she was political because she worked at Fox. She wasn't speaking on behalf of Fox. She's a meteorologist. She was speaking on behalf of her two dead in-laws that died because of this rule by Governor Cuomo. To take highly contagious COVID-19 patients who were still contagious and force nursing homes to put them back into the center where they then infected staff and other elderly people who died. And then once they knew it was a disaster, instead of fixing the rule, they covered it up by under-reporting the number of deaths by up to 50%. And his staff is just talking about it openly on these calls, right? Hey, we had to, we had to lie. We had to lie to the citizens. We had to cover this up. We had to under-report. We didn't want the DOJ to use this against us, and we figured we could wait it out until Biden got in office, and then we wouldn't have to worry because... We knew they would cover it up for us, right? That's what they're basically saying here. News of the call has sparked outrage among state Republicans and other critics of Cuomo's conduct already 
incensed over his March 25th directive that ordered thousands of virus-infected seniors back into assisted living facilities, nursing homes, and other long-term care locations. The second most powerful person in state government and top aide to Governor Cuomo admitted on video to the premeditated and willful violation of state law and what clearly amounts to federal obstruction of justice is what the state GOP chairman, Nick Langworthy, said. Andrew Cuomo has abused his power and destroyed the trust placed in the office of the governor. Prosecution and impeachment discussions must begin right away. Freedom of Information data released Wednesday revealed that the nursing home death toll was far higher than the governor's office was reporting. And those numbers emerged just two weeks after the state attorney general found that the numbers released before the end of January were also significantly underreported. Quote, it seems every decision coming out of the governor's office is about Team Cuomo protecting its own image and own interests, is what a state assemblyman William Barclay said. More than 1,000, excuse me, more than 15,000 seniors died in adult care facilities in New York State. But the governor was clearly more worried about his image in a DOJ investigation and political finger pointing. And of course, writing books and talking about how amazing he did as the governor. In response to a separate Freedom of Information request this week, state health officials told the Associated Press that more than 9,000 virus patients had been sent into nursing homes in the state before Cuomo reversed the directive on May the 10th. So you took 9,000 seniors that had COVID-19, you forced them back into nursing homes in the state, and you didn't reverse it even though everybody was telling you to do it. You didn't reverse it. A nursing home plan that was killing people. You didn't reverse it even though everyone was telling you to do it. The question is why? Why would the governor be so arrogant, so ignorant, so incompetent? Well, it's pretty clear. They weren't running the governor's office for the people of New York. Every decision coming out of the governor's office was about Team Governor Cuomo protecting his image and his own interests. That's what State Assemblyman William Barclay is now saying. More than 15,000 seniors died. The governor didn't care about them. He was more worried about his image. In a response to a separate Freedom of Information request this week, state health officials told the Associated Press that more than 9,000 virus patients had been sent into nursing homes in the state before Cuomo decided to stop. This administration intentionally withheld information from the public, from the press, from lawmakers, and from thousands of families who lost loved ones. This is why closed-door conversations won't cut it. If this doesn't make it painfully obvious that we need to issue subpoenas and hold public hearings, I don't know what will. Even Democratic lawmakers are agreeing with what Republicans are saying, like the one I just read you that quote from. Democratic lawmakers on the call even push back against the administration's excuses. Quote, in a pandemic, when you want the public to trust the public health officials, and there is this clear feeling that they're not, 
being forthcoming with you. This is really hard, is what State Senator Rachel May said during the call. She's a Democrat. So what is Team Cuomo doing now? We're being told that he's doing everything but being honest. He's trying to get Democrats to back him, to support him, to not have this thing spiral out of control. I go back to the very beginning of this story. This scumbag governor was writing a a book, making money off of COVID, making money off the pandemic, making money off of a a false pretense, by the way, that he was somehow the silver bullet to saving people's lives. That's what Governor Cuomo was. Remember, Governor Cuomo understood the value here. He understood what a great value COVID could be to his legacy if he could sell it, that he understood it and did it better than anyone else did. He understood how amazing this could be for him. He understood the upside to this. But even as things are spiraling out of control, he just said, I don't have to admit it, right? I don't have to look backwards. I don't have to go backwards. I don't have to act like this isn't happening. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep moving forward as fast as I can. I'm going to I'm going to keep moving forward and make sure that no matter what, I've got this, that I'm in charge, that this keeps moving in this direction. Because there's a certain point where he also knew that if this information came out, his book career would be over. Right there, there was a certain point where the book would be done. So I, I, I would argue that in this criminal investigation, which I do believe should happen, that one of the main reasons why Governor Cuomo refused to screwed up is he needed to get the book out there, and the book was was would not be out there. There would be no book tour. There would be no money being made if he came out and said, "Hey, we really screwed up," because then the whole entire book would be ruined. How can you throw a book out there that says that you did an amazing job when you walk out and have to admit that we screwed up and a bunch of people died, like 15,000 people died? Because of the incompetency of our administration. Can't do it. That book won't sell. Actually, I take that back. I think it, some people would still buy it because they're stupid. But the publisher may have even had to pull the book if that is the case if that is that if that was what the governor actually decided to do so instead they said all oh, the hell with that we'll cover it up instead what we're going to do is we're going to cover it up and we're going to make it and we're going to act like it never really happened we're going to fix this right we're going to we're going to fix it and we're going to make sure that we'll make it through this and the media will cover for us the media will, will, will take care of us because that's what they always do, right? right? The, the media always gets our back on this kind of stuff, don't they? They're always the ones that support us when these types of things happen. And they've done it so far. When you've got a top aide coming out and saying this on this call telling the state's leading Democratic lawmakers that the administration had on purpose withheld the data on COVID-19 deaths at these nursing homes for one reason, to avoid federal scrutiny. The New York Post first reported that Melissa 
DeRosa, the secretary to the governor, told the leading Democrats in New York state that the administration feared the data could, quote, be used against us by the Justice Department during a video conference call. The DOJ began investigating nursing home coronavirus deaths in four states back in August. New York, one of them. Quote, we were in a position where we weren't sure if what we were doing, going to give the Department of Justice or what we give to you guys, what we start saying was going to be used against us while we weren't sure if there was going to be an investigation. So therefore, we just said, screw it, we're going to lie to you. If you think the Democratic Party cares about you, this is the lead of the Democratic Party of governors, right? This is this was America's governor. This was Rudy Giuliani 2.0. Use a crisis to your advantage. Except when Giuliani became America's mayor, it was authentic. It was original. It wasn't planned. It wasn't coordinated by his staff. Right? Giuliani wasn't out there trying to sell a book while they were still going through the rubble at Ground Zero, which is exactly what Governor Cuomo was doing. Hey, hey, let's tell everybody I'm doing a great job. Great. Hey, let's get us a book deal out of this. Great. Hey, uh, Governor, people are still dying right now. Shut up. I got to write the book. Can't tell that story. We're going to tell everybody for my own political gain. And I got a brother on CNN that will help me do it, and Chris Cuomo. And I got other people in the media in New York that will do the same thing for me. They'll tell everybody I'm doing a great job, and maybe this will help me run for president one day. Because if you don't think this was about politics, you are not paying attention. This was absolutely about his political future. Governor Cuomo saw an opportunity to become president one day because of his response. If you don't think he was thinking about the White House, you're not thinking. And the media helped do it and cover it up. That's how evil the media is. That's how evil the social media networks are that put this propaganda out there. They didn't fact check it, by the way. They didn't take it down. All these crap stories about Governor Cuomo, they never censored them. They never marked them as false news or fake news. I wonder how many fact checkers will go back and fact check this on Facebook, on Twitter, and mark these stories about how what a great job he did actually is total crap. And I'll leave it at that. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So so if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to chalk, chok.com and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any child subscription for life. Chok.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. Framebridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went, And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. 
Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.